the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the mile rate on the the morning after. Uh, a fantastic night, a memorable night. Um, the weather uh, certainly played its part in the early part of the night, but, but towards the second half of the night, you wouldn't have known. The track played terrific. It was a wonderful night of harness racing, as fully expected. Rob Albert, it was the first night of the Inter-Dominion 2022 at Ballarat. It was uh, a very good morning uh, to everyone. Uh, what a night it was at Ballarat. Uh, I know one thing, I'm sick of rain. I think everyone's sick of rain. <laughs> but we uh, started off the night where uh, we certainly uh, were underwater for a while. Uh, but uh, once it cleared up, uh, the night just kept getting better and better and the racing was outstanding. We saw six heats for the Inter-Dominion, three for the Trotters, three for the Pacers. We saw some great performances uh, Bolt from Brilliance uh, certainly uh, really impressed me uh, on his performance last night. Uh, for Tony Hurley here, I think he's going to be uh, very hard to beat come uh, into Dominion final night for the Trotters. And just looking at him at trackside, I think whatever he did last night, there's still plenty of improvement to come. Uh, the pacing division um, was, was terrific. Uh, Act now, outstanding. Uh, he's just such an exciting horse that just keeps stepping up each time. Honolulu Bay was great and Better Eclipse was great as well. But uh, it was a great night for Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars. They took out um, the first heat with the uh, Trotters division last night uh, with Just Believe, who was uh, terrific. And O Fortuna, what a great story for uh, Craig Demler and uh, Jodie Quinlan, who really had a fantastic night with two winners. Well, Rob, we might look at the uh, first of the trotting heats. And uh, this was uh, all about Just Believe, um, he, a horse that's in career best form. He was able to get to the front and dictate. Queen Alita looked like she was close enough coming to the home turn. But, look, they're both outstanding trotters, and they probably look the best Australian chances to try to tame Bolt for Brilliance. This is the way Just Believe took out the opening heat for the Trotters. Queen Alita gets to the outside. Just Believe tries to give them the slip, though. Got eight metres in front. Queen Alita's out of the pack and running on. 28.2 the third quarter. It's Just Believe six metres. Queen Alita's got him in his sights, though. She's coming out after Just Believe. In the straight, it's Just Believe five metres. Queen Alita halfway up the straight. Just Believe in front. Queen Alita's three metres away. Just Believe. He's hanging on. He's He's going strong. He's going to go all the way. And Just Believe wins it and beats Queen Alita. Chinese Whisper got into third. Lot of muscle. Well-rated drive by Greg Sugars. The horse had a really good run. Uh, but Queen Alita, after a few horses galloped early, she got into a really good spot, Rob. And she dashed up. She made a few metres pretty quickly. Uh, she was solid up the straight and they gapped the others. Yeah, look, Just Believe found the lead. And uh, Queen Alita, who got into a really good spot, early in the race and the one out one back she made her run three wide to try to run down uh, just believe but it was a 44 for lead time 32 to 32 one first two quarters were slow the train what the track was rain affected and it was uh, you know soft underfoot i actually went out on the track and interviewed uh, the winning driver and especially early in the night uh, for those first couple of heats uh, it was a soft track uh, he was still able to get home in 28-2, 28-7. It was a mile rate of 2-1-1. He did it well. Uh, the barrier draw helped him. Uh, Queen Alita, terrific. Uh, chased really hard. Uh, she was uh, into second spot. Chinese Whisper battled on really strongly for third after being four back the inside. Uh, fourth home in the race was a lot of muscle. And fifth home was Parisian Artiste. But a very good performance by Just Believe. Equally as good Queen Alita. And once again, they'll go through to the next round of heats at Shepparton. And they're 
the major players in this uh, trotting finals. Rob, the uh, uh, fields are out for Shepparton on on Tuesday night, and as far as we'll just believe is concerned, he drew three on uh, on. Uh, Tuesday night at Shepparton, he's in what is referred to as heat number four. These are over the 1,690 metres, so he drew three, and in the uh, heat after that, Queen Alita's drawn one, which might be a tricky draw for her because we don't often see her uh, show gate speed. She she probably wouldn't be able to hold out the likes of uh, Vacation Hill and Mafasa Metro, and it's worth noting in Queen Alita's uh, heat, Sundon's Courage out of the draw after causing a false start, so he comes from barrier number 11. Yeah, there's certainly uh, some uh, there's speed in that race. Uh, Phoebe, Phoebe uh, Onyx also had the thumps last night uh, after uh, uh, going around uh, at, at Ballarat, so there's uh, obviously a little bit of a veterinary check that will have to take place with Phoebe Onyx. Also, when the faster Metro, there was a vet's inspection before the start of uh, uh, the race last night from the faster Metro, so a couple of uh, little queries there on some of those runners. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, very good performance uh, by uh, Queen Alita, but Barry One might be a bit of a bit of a trick draw. Uh, Bolt for Brilliance uh, goes around uh, in heat six, uh, draws the second row from uh, Barrier Nine. O Fortuna, who won last night, gets Barrier Seven, and one overall, who was the favourite last night, ruined its chances by galloping at the start. Danny, so uh, obviously one overall off the second row is going to have to produce something special there Tuesday. Well, I think all of them are going to have to produce something special if they're going to keep out Bolt for Brilliance. He was absolutely outstanding, winning race three, which was heat two for the Trotters. Heading off the back straight in 29-8 third quarter. It's Bolt for Brilliance in front from Sundon's Courage, who's coiled up, ready to go from Always Ready. And then Majestuoso coming four deep. The sprinter's on. It's Bolt for Brilliance in front, five metres clear. Gee, bounded away the favourite, or the second favourite. He's opened up like he should have been the favourite. And the star Kiwi, Bolt for Brilliance is here. He puts his hand up and he says, I'm the one to beat in this series and wins easily. Bolt for Brilliance beats Sundon's Courage, third home Majestuoso. Well, this Kiwi came over here with a huge reputation, Rob. There was a, a little bit of a query on him. Uh, he got scratched before one of the big uh, New Zealand trotting races. Uh, naturally, Tony Hurley, he's got a wonderful record with horses, winning into the Dominion Trotting Championships with Pride of Petite, Buster Hanover, Diamond Field. He's been a part of uh, some of the, the best trotters, and I think this horse is right up there with them. He's the only representative from New Zealand, you know, that Bolt for Brilliance and he showed his class. He's the one to beat for the whole series. Oh, no doubt, Danny. Uh, he also catches your eye, doesn't he, uh, when, you, when you see him uh, in the physical uh, closeness of the, of the animal. He's just a big horse. Uh, he looks good. And, you know, to come across uh, with that little bit of query, but he's only going to keep getting better. I just looked at him after the race. I thought there's still more improvement to come for this horse. He uh, found the lead, 44-5 lead time, 32-31-7, 28-8 and 27-8 home. And he just powered away. He was too strong. Sundon's Courage did a really good job. He obviously caused a false start. He sat behind a leader. He pulled pretty hard and I thought he did a really good job to, to battle on into second spot. Majestuoso was three back the pegs. Obviously will come on further from that performance last night. Always ready. Fourth sat in the breeze and anywhere Hugo who was four back the pegs also held its ground well. But Bolt for Brilliance is just something about the, the look of this horse. He, he looks like he's a very very special one. Yeah, he was. He was dominant uh, in that performance. That was the second of the trotting heats. We now move on to race number four. 
Look, this was a terrific uh, performance. O'Fortune is a very good mare. She got out to huge odds last night, but it was one of those races. There was just that, even though one overall was so short, it was a query on him. Even Greg Sugars mentioned yesterday when I had a chat to him, or on Friday it would have been now, but that he couldn't trust him. Uh, but it started an odds-on favourite, made that mistake, Mufasa Metro. There was a little injury cloud about it. It just... Profile as a race that could be a bit tricky, and so it turned out to be with the upset result of O'Fortuna. Before Bacardi under pressure, O'Fortuna went to second. Leader travels well. Mafasa Metro coming out of the one ones giving chase. Robbie Royale at huge odds is running a race. Majestic Harry looking for a way clear. Off the back in 29.6. It's nephew of Sunoco. O'Fortuna to the outside of it. Majestic Harry coming through. Mafasa Metro runs on. Robbie Royale out wider. Mafasa Metro after nephew of Sunoco. O'Fortuna. Robbie Royale's out wider. O'Fortuna hit the lead. Majestic Harry late. Mafasa Metro. O'Fortuna, they hit it. O'Fortuna, I think. A nose to Mufasa Metro, Majestic Harry. First of a double for Jody Quinlan. She got a, a trotting heat and a, a pacing heat. A narrow win for O'Fortuna. Mufasa Metro, terrific under the circumstances, running second. Great result for Craig Demler. Uh, we all remember Craig as a, as a young fella driving Breenie's fella to victory in the Victoria Cup. And, you know, he's always had great aspirations to become a great trainer and he certainly showed his class uh, with the way he was able to present O'Fortuna last night and uh, you know this uh, mare began well found the lead uh, then took the trail and she sprinted hard into the home straight it was a great performance to defeat Mufasa Metro who was uh, well poised throughout came out looked a real challenge into the home straight uh, third home was Majestic uh, Harry, which also was a very good run uh, for Brittany Graham and Stephanie Graham. Fourth home to 11, which was Robbie Royale. And fifth home was Nephew of Sunoco, who gave a great sight out in the lead. It was a 41-9 lead time. That was uh, really fast for the trotters. Actually, <laughs> faster than probably most of the uh, the pacing divisions. 32-5-31. Uh, they backed it off that first and second quarter after that sizzling lead time. 29-6-29-4. But all credit to O'Fortuna. Great story for Ken Fulton. Uh, his wife Barbara and, and Mark they, they bred the horse and they've been involved in harness racing for a very long time and you talk about fairy tale stories that was a fairy tale story last night with O'Fortuna, it was a great result and she can hold that form, there's no doubt about that OK, we'll go to the first of the pacing heats, which was race five last night, Mac Dan was backed off the map, he looked like he would lead he did lead, but he um, was a bit blasé the way he went to the front. Often he can begin brilliantly, but he just took a bit of coaxing to lead. And look, he, he was entitled to win, but he was run down by, first of all, Expensive Ego, who ran second in it, was terrific. And obviously, Act Now, who was a massive drifter. I'll tell you about his drift after you listen to the way that he took out heat one for the paces. The 400 metres, 28.2 the third quarter. It's Macdan two metres. Expensive Ego sticks on. Macdan called on now. Act Now gets to the outside. It's Macdan into the straight from Expensive Ego. Then came down the outside Act Now. It's Macdan tackled by Expensive Ego. Macdan kicks on. He's just in front. Act Now coming. It's Macdan, Expensive Ego and Act Now over the top. Act Now loomed up. Grabbed the lead. Act Now got up. Act Now beat Expensive Ego and Macdan. The black... Second leg of a driving double for Jody Quinlan. Act Now won the majority of his races by leading. Open $2.60, got out to $8, Rob. That is just, it's hard to fathom. Mac Dan was $1.85 into $1.40, and I think he had every chance. Winner terrific, runner-up was outstanding, expensive ego. 
Look, he's just an outstanding uh, beast, and I call him a beast act now. Uh, he's a stay-in. Uh, he's got the, the movie star looks. Uh, he's obviously got his quirky, uh, headstrong uh, nature, but, wow, uh, his performance last night was, was terrific. He came out of the gate, got to the breeze, took the trail in the one-out, one-back trail when uh, coming around the field was expensive ego to give him cover. He pulled out at the top of the straight. There were three big guns uh, vying for that finish. It was Mac Dan, expensive ego, and Acne. Now, and he sprinted fast. Jodie Quinlan mentioned after the race she's been dying to drive this horse with a sit against good quality horses, and that's what she was able to do last night. And he got the job done. Uh, 41.8 lead time, 28.6, 29.3. It was run at a really fast tempo this race. 28.2 and 28.2 home. It was a mile rate of 154.1. Uh, clearly, uh, that was the fastest of the uh, pacing division by by a mile. And uh, Act Now was outstanding. Uh, second home, uh, as I mentioned, Expensive Ego. You would imagine from that performance, he's only going to improve. Uh, Luke McCarthy was absolutely stoked with his run. Mac Dan, look, obviously copped the pressure. Wasn't good enough at the finish. There was nothing wrong with his run. He still run third and he was close up. So, again, maybe with a softer trip, he plays a part. Uh, the Black Prince was very good. He got home into fourth placing. And uh, Pete said so also. Pete said so ran on quite nicely from five back the inside. So that was a good result for Kerry Ann Morris and Robbie Morris last night. Rob, we get to heat number two for the Pacers. And Zeus Bromack started a... Uh a warm favourite. Honolulu Bay was a very solid second favourite. Wet. Third quarter, 28.9. Then Elsa Orlando. Uh, Majestic Cruiser next into the straight. Zeus Promac with a kick. Honolulu Bay's trying to pick it back. Honolulu Bay going up to Zeus Promac. It's Honolulu Bay levelling up now. Honolulu Bay and Zeus Promac. Honolulu Bay with its head in front. And Honolulu Bay's going to win it. Honolulu Bay first has beaten Zeus Promac. Majestic Cruiser. Well-rated drive by David Morani. He went at the right time and the horse was strong enough to sustain a run for the last 1,200 metres. Been racing really consistently, a Honolulu Bay, and he's emerged as a real threat to win this series. Yeah, look, he's just kept improving, hasn't he? Uh, he's always been known as a speed horse, but as he's got a little bit older, he's got stronger and he was, uh, you know, he's gone through the Victoria Cup, he's gone through some fairly big races over the last 6 to 12 months, and it's really strengthened him up to compete at this uh, Grand Circuit level for uh, an Inter-Dominion Championship. He's now got a Back up on Tuesday, that's going to be the question. Some of these horses, you know, uh, probably now need to show whether they're capable of having a tough run and then come back a few days later and repeating that effort. But certainly the win last night by Honolulu Bay was good. Alto Orlando found the top, handed up to Zeus Bromac. They went 41-9 uh, lead time, but they really backed it off after that. It was 32-2, 30 30.8. That was a 63-half for, uh, you know, Grand Circuit horses at the top level. Sizzled home 28-9 down the back. It was only the last 400 where they really unleashed the brakes. 26-3 and Honolulu Bay, who made a move around them three wide when that tempo was uh, slowed right down. And that was a good, great, great drive by David Moran to sum that uh, part up. Zeus Bromac battled on well into second spot. Uh, Majestic Cruiser third. Good effort. Uh, the, the stable were really happy with his run. Uh, Alto Orlando showing that early speed. Uh, put him into the race. And fifth home was beyond delight. But uh, all honours to the winner, Honolulu Bay. Spirit of St. Louis, uh, your comments on, uh, on oh, the horse, I then? thought he was uh, entitled to stick on a bit better, Rob. He dashed down the back straight, but he was dropping right out. Beyond delight was the eye catcher. Uh, look, he is much better as a sit, sprint, as a sit sprinter. They've run their last quarter in... 20, 26-3. Well, beyond delight's made up, I reckon, 
10 metres. So he's run an extraordinary last split. But I think it's important to him, when he's driven cold, he can do that. Um, so he's a bit more opportunistic, but he was very much an eye-catcher in that race. No, uh, look, it's uh, going to be interesting. Uh, look, out of that, there's some big names uh, in that race. So uh, he's going to have to um, try to win at least a heat now, doesn't he, Spirit St. Louis, on that run? He will. Uh, and looking at his draw on Tuesday night, he's drawn six in the same heat as Naratak Prince drawn three, Beyond Delight drawn four. So he's going to get his chance. If he can't win or run really well in that heat, his chances... Uh, will take a big dive. I think he's got the weakest heat on Tuesday night. We might just touch on those other heats. Uh, in the first of the pacing heats, I cast no shadow, drew one. MacDan drew three. Um, ex- expensive ego, ego drew five. And then we have Acknow drawn 11. Zeus Bromac has drawn 10 in that first heat, Rob. So looking at that, I'd say, look, MacDan over the short and I cast no shadow. I cast no shadow might be able to lead, which would bring the Black Prince into it but also Expensive Ego showed he's in the zone now and he might just have the quality to uh, sit parked and uh, and be too good for them. But I cast no shadows, the horse that could take that out. Yeah, look, he's going to get the right run, isn't he? Uh, either lead or hand up to Mac Dan. Expensive Ego, we know where he'll be. Uh, he'll be in the breeze. Uh, and uh, Zeus Bromac, uh, act now. They're uh, drawn out the second, uh, second row. So... You'd imagine this is going to be a fast-run race, isn't it? Like, they're going to run some time for that heat there. No doubt, and they're over the short as well. So you're right, that'll settle it up. I think that the next heat for the Pacers is the heat that probably lacks the depth out of all three, but it's a chance and a really good chance for Spirit of St. Louis to be able to bounce back here. Um, I think better be the bomb from Barrier 1. He's a good chance of running top three. Beyond Delight can run well. Naratak Prince was terrific. Uh, but really, if Spirit of St. Louis is at his best, he would start $1.50 and you'd have no qualms in backing him at that price. But I wouldn't be prepared to take $1.50 on what I saw last night. No, it's, he's going to have to step up. I thought Naratak Prince, uh, he's the one uh, looking at, at that race on Tuesday night that could be really well positioned. Triple Eight was disappointing. Uh, you know, he just struggled a bit last Last night, so you know, better be the bombs drawn one. You'd imagine will take a sit. Naratak Prince is very fast out of the gate, isn't he? So he's going to be able to get across here, Naratak Prince, and then whether he hands up to Beyond Delight and then just takes the trail there. And in the last of the pacing heats, Bundoran drew one, and it was a very good run. He, he's probably got a, a bit of a chance there. At, I imagine a bit of odds on Tuesday night. Better Eclipse drawn two, Honolulu Bay drawn three. So two of the main fancies get really good draws. Majestic Cruiser drawn ten. Remember, this is over the short trip. He can run well, but the barrier draws, I reckon, suit one Bundoran, two Better Eclipse, and three Honolulu Bay. You'd be happy to have something each way, Bundoran. Uh, his performance last night was terrific. I know we'll, we'll touch on that shortly, but with Better Eclipse, uh, you know, he's not brilliant out of the gate. Honolulu Bay can get out fast. So, yeah, look, Bundoran each way, uh, he looks a good bet for me Tuesday night. Well, he uh, was in race seven, which was the last of the three pacing heats, and it was taken out by the favourite Better Eclipse. Behind the Magies, White Sox, Naratak Prince, and then three out was like a wildfire. Off the back in 28-3 for the third quarter. It's Better Eclipse just in front of I Cast No Shadow. Then came AG's White Sox from Torrid Saint. Leader Better Eclipse. Beat off I Cast No Shadow. AG's White Sox. Naratak Prince is running on. It's Better Eclipse in front. Better Eclipse from uh, on the outside. Naratak Prince. But it's Better Eclipse. Better Eclipse has won it. A terrific run, Naratak Prince. Third home, AG's White Sox from I Cast No Shadow. Better Eclipse. He didn't quite have the speed to hold up early, but 
Greg Sugars quickly got away from the pegs. He was able to whip around and dominate from the front. It was a really solid performance. It was. Uh, he was crossed at the start. Uh, however, uh, AG's White Sox uh, showed good speed to lead and then Better Eclipse came off its back to get the retake. And, you know, he did well. He controlled the race. Uh, he's just continued to mature as a horse. I mean, the, the story and the journey of Better Eclipse has been uh, unbelievable. 42.9 lead time, 31.7. It wasn't run at a fast tempo, 29.6. And then they sped up 28-3, 27-3. Each quarter, really, they just kept getting about a second or so quicker. They turned a return to mile rate of 156.7. When they went over the line, there really wasn't much between first and last. There was only a couple of lengths separating them. Better Eclipse got the job done. Uh, Narrow Attack Prince was terrific. He was really an eye-catching run. He was three wide to the breeze, 1-1, one, one, and then still came uh, at the finish. I thought his run it was excellent. AG's White Sox led, took the trail, battled on well. Uh, I cast no shadow, I thought was a good run, three wide into the breeze. And then uh, fifth-time Torrid Sane, who didn't have a lot of luck. There was a few hard luck stories in that race. I know certainly Bundoran uh, caught the eye. And I think you also mentioned too fast, yeah. too serious. You were happy with his run too, Dan. Yeah, look, from that bad gate, they had to drive for luck. And he still didn't get a lot of luck. So he's in that race with Spirit of St. Louis on, on Tuesday night. He can run well. That'll be his best opportunity to get as many points as possible to help him get through to the final. But uh, the West Australian representative, he, he was he was pretty good. A little bit unlucky. Needs the good gate. He, he's got one he might be able to take advantage of on Tuesday night, so don't leave him out. Okay, there are our six replays, Rob. We'll go back to the start of the night. It was delayed because of the weather. We had a storm come through, but eventually got underway. And Jack's Hawk won it, the favourite. He was four deep into the first turn. I thought, hello, you want a bit of strife here? But he dashed up to hit the front, coming down the straight with a lap to go. And, well, he won with the uh, proverbial leg in the air. Yeah, he was four wide, three wide. He worked very hard. Uh, I was writing the comments as uh, the race was unfolding, thinking to myself, well, you're going to have to be a bit vulnerable here with these sectional times. But no, he just kept getting quicker and faster the longer the race went. 6.4 lead time. Look at these sectional times. 28.4, 29.7, 29.8. 28, mile rate of 155.1 and that was on the uh, first crack at the track when it was set uh, quite heavy and rain affected but Jack's all just bolted in, he was just too good. Captain Wilson did a good job chasing him uh, but he's just not in the same class and I thought Keyang Silvani's run was good, it was third and tried really hard uh, fourth home was uh, wow you can dance and, and got to have a hobby, both ran really well but uh, yeah look he was just uh, a class above everyone else, Jack Salk he's, uh, he's a really good horse he, was, uh, he showed a lot of promise as a young horse, he was off the scene for a long time but uh, he's, in, uh, he's heading in the right direction, especially moving into the Vic Bread Finals Rob, we go across the race number eight. Major Meister was very heavily backed. He ran to the top. Uh, he was never going to get beaten and ran good time. Yes, look, there was a big tip around, wasn't it, that Major Meister was going to uh, run well last night. He was heavily supported. I think 440, 460 started. We uh, ended up paying about dollar eighty, I think, uh, on uh, on the paramutuals. But he, he was terrific, Major Meister. He just found the lead, controlled the race. Lark Captain uh, was on the pegs, ran on really strongly into second spot. Uh, LB2 change was three back the inside. Got into second spot, half up the straight, but just couldn't finish it off. Fear cruising, sat behind the leader, and then weakened into fourth. And fifth home was made wave also saving ground on the pegs they went a mile rate of 152.9 6.5, 29.3 29.9, 27.1 2 home and uh, Major Meister who's just joined the uh, Jason Grimson stable looks like he's going to have a really good campaign when he heads back to Sydney
Race number nine, Radius got the prize. So what looked home, Rob? Looked home, it charged to the lead halfway up the straight, and I just think it switched off. Radius, well, came back and won. Yeah, look, uh, he's a very good horse, Radius. First up, he looked uh, pretty big. He had to work pretty hard to find a top. They went a 41.8 lead time, 29.8, 30.9, He looked like he was in all sorts of trouble coming to the home turn. And uh, so what, who's absolutely flying at the moment. She is low flying. She hit the lead, looked like she was just going to win, and then all of a sudden just uh, stopped, and Radius kicked back and got there right on the line by uh, a pimple. And uh, great effort for David Barbetti. And well done to uh, Michael and, and Pat O'Keefe down at Tarangway. They were there with Bruce Clark, good old Gamalite days. And uh, they were uh, reminiscing on some of the great inter-dominions when uh, the great champ Gamalite won. But Radius, um, really good effort. Ryan Sanderson, uh, you know, a young kid, 19 years of age. You know, he had a bit of a drive in the inter-dominion last night with uh, with Monomia. And uh, that's just to give him some experience. I, I rate him so highly, Danny. I think he's going to be an absolute star of our sport. And uh, last night he showed it with Radius getting home to defeat uh, So What. Really going well for Diane Giles. Uh, the raconteur third, fourth home was uh, Major Manbar, or fourth home and fifth home in the race was I'm Shadow Boxer. 156.6 mile rate, 41.8, 29.8, 30.9, 4 off the back, 28.5 home. And So What, you... Uh, we're half celebrating, Dean? No, no. What made you think that? Um, <laughs> I did give it a good push, Rob. I did think it was home too. Race 10, the last of the night. Uh, Kowalski analysis was well backed. It was a really good win. I, I beautifully judged drive. Glenn Craven, he just got the horse to settle so well. He's in the zone, Glenn Craven, at the moment. I think he's changed his style and he really stands out. I can see him getting a lot more opportunities now. He's found his mojo, Glenn, and uh, he made it look easy with Kowalski analysis no, in the last. He's flying, Glenn. Uh, he Absolutely flying, Glenn Craven. I've just watched him the last few weeks, uh, even calling some races down at Tarang and Hamilton, and horses are just running for him. He's, I don't know what he's doing. He reckons he's just driving better horses, but I think he's just maybe driving a bit more quiet on them, and they're just responding to him. Uh, it's great to see. 43.8 lead time, 31.8, 30.8, 28.5, last quarter. Mile rate, 158.7. Kowalski analysis won the race, defeated one big show who ran on really well. Ultimate Vinny behind the leader battled on. Fourth home, what did you say? Another good run for Charlie Mizzy and fifth home to five Mirakuri. But all honours to Kowalski analysis and well done to David Lewis. They've had a lot of problems with Kowalski analysis and they've got him back and he's working back to what we know him. Rob, uh, Cranbourne race today. Michael Tasman will be calling it Cranbourne. Monday at Kilmore and Monday night at uh, uh, Mildura as well. And Tuesday, of course, Shepherd and second round of Inter Dominion Heats. 11 race card, the first of it at 4.53. And when we're reviewing uh, the mile rate from next Sunday, it'll be after the third round of Inter Dominion Heats at Geelong. Yes, looking forward to uh, a very big week for uh, the harness racing industry. We had uh, a fantastic night. Looking forward to the second round of Heats. We'll be there trackside again on uh, Tuesday night with uh, Andrew Bensley. Uh, we caught up with Andrew a few times last night and he'll be there uh, as well Tuesday night bringing us all the updates on uh, on RSN and we're really looking forward to a fantastic night. And what about the Aussies in the soccer, Dan? They uh, held off Tunisia 1-0, so I was happy to hear it. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't got any sleep yet, but we'll get, try to catch up today. With Indeed, we'll celebrate that as well. Hope you've enjoyed uh, Harness Racing on RSN. Thanks to Andrew Cues and to Andrew Bensley. It's Dan Maliki and Rob Orber. Hoping you've enjoyed the mile rate and until next Sunday's program, happy harnessing everyone.